Bonjour Paris et bonjour la France. Welcome to the Parisian radio show Oh My God, She's Parisian. The only radio show 100% in English hosted by a Parisian. I'm Julie Cola. Two years ago, I decided to change from lawyer to comedian of the show running in Paris, Oh My God, She's Parisian, every Friday and Saturday night at Theatre Beau Saint-Martin in Paris. In my radio show, I want to share with you amazing stories of people who have two points in common. They're in love with Paris and they have changed their life, taken control of their destiny and realized a dream. Creating your company, traveling around the world, changing jobs, everything's possible if you really want it. Let's go for half an hour of discussion with a touch of humor, a pinch of non-politically correct and that je ne sais quoi that makes Parisian so special. Now, let's dive into the world of Ludovic Martin. Bonjour Ludovic. Bonjour Julie. Alors, Ludovic, you're a real born Parisian. I really have to say that because that's actually pretty rare. I really wanted to have Ludovic on my show today because Ludovic is my first guy. Uh, he hasn't totally, completely changed his life, okay? He did something different. He decided to take control of his life by using his knowledge acquired during his professional life to create his own company while he was still very young. Today, after only two years and a half, Ludovic, who thought that he would have to take two jobs to eat, is making a living out of his company. So is that portrait okay for you, Ludovic? Yeah, it's quite good. <laughs> it's quite I, I good. like when you say I'm still young. You're still young. Yes. I mean, when you created your own company, you were young. How old are you today? You mean the real age or can I lie? You can lie. I okay. mean, it depends on what you want to say. So I'm 26. He's only, yeah, uh, I'm 20. Right, yeah, David? Okay. I'm only 20. I'm going to turn 21. I cannot drink yet. <laughs> okay. But for, yeah, for, for real, I'm, I'm 34. You're 34. Yeah. Uh, so... Ludovic, you're a real Parisian. You were born in the 14th, 34 years ago, right? You studied at La Sorbonne. Mm -hmm, so exactly. you had like classical studies, right? Yes, totally classic. Like, totally classic, right? Exactly. And then you told me that you entered a recruiting company. Mm -hmm, exactly. For, for how many years? Um, it lasted like seven years. Seven in years. In the same company. In the, yeah. In the, well, I know, like seven years seems long. Mm -hmm. For someone of your age, because now people change like every two like years. Like every two or three like years. Like three yeah. or three years. So after seven years, what happened? Mm -hmm. Good question. <laughs> what happened? I'm still asking myself what happened. Uh, it was like, okay, when you, when, you, when you work seven years in the same company, it's like you... you you feel at home. Uh, you have no 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 danger, no risk. Uh, you're in the comfort zone, um, as it is well known. And I had the idea of launching my own my own company. Uh, maybe we're gonna talk about this uh, later. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And then I, as I asked myself, okay, do I still go uh, with this company or do I try to? To make the big jump and, but, but and start What's my the big jump? Because for a lot of people, right, the big jump is changing company. For like, like let's say like 99% of the people, the big jump is just changing company. Mm -hmm. And for you, the big <laughs> jump was something else. I mean, you were pretty young at that time. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite a big, not a big danger, but uh, it's something when you don't feel at, his, at the beginning. But to me, it's, it was really starting with nothing and launching your own business, starting with, I don't know, making a website, doing a logo of the company, making everything uh, is 
from me, I would say so. So it's quite, yeah, it's quite different as changing from changing a job. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. But how did you find, because what, what I was saying to the people who are listening to us is that you did not make what we call the total change of life because mm-hmm. the people I've, mm-hmm. I've interviewed so far made like huge jumps in their life. You've taken what you already knew, the knowledge you had exactly. to create your own recruiting company, but it's a little bit different. So how did you get the idea of creating... What's the name uh, of your company? So, so the, the name of the website is Mr. Bilang. So just to let them know, it's, it's a website, a job site, uh, only dedicated for international profiles in France. So. But that's crazy because in your company, you only had French profiles. I mean, the people you were recruiting were, they were, they were French. French for French companies. Exactly. But I was in contact with French companies looking for um, people with, with language skills, I would say. So that's why I said to myself, okay, these companies are looking for, I don't know, German people, British people, and so on. Um, and for sure, there are some, some I don't know, again, German people coming to France, and they don't know how to get a job. So I don't get that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get that. I mean, you come to France. I mean, some people come to France without a job. I mean, sure. in Europe, you can, right? Because mm-hmm, exactly. you don't need a visa. You don't need a visa you when don't you're need a European visa. citizen. You, when you, you can settle in France, uh-huh. rent a flat in France, and it, start looking for a job in France. Exactly. Well, you know what? I didn't even know that. That you could just, like, without anything, just, yeah. Sure, sure. When you're European, you don't need any kind of visa or work permit or things like that. So, but so a lot of people come to Paris, for instance, looking for a job and they don't know where to look for jobs. Of course. And so. it, because I thought that to find a job in France, you needed to speak French. Exactly. Because there's a thing exactly. French people don't know is how to speak English. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So they're looking for normally like people who speak French and who speak like, let's say, other languages. Which is like, yeah, I know what David is looking at us like. French don't speak anything. Exactly. True. <laughs> so, so, you, so you have to, so people come to France. Now you're well known enough so that people know you. So how, uh, how does it work? It's, it's yeah, we, we're trying to, um, to target this kind of people, like new people arriving in France looking for jobs. Um, our communication activities is, is to, 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 to target these people so they know where to look for job offers uh, when they arrive in, in, in France. So that's part of our job to, to communicate to these people. Yeah. So how do you find the people? I mean, like you call companies. No, the people I know now, I have understood how they find you. But like mm-hmm. companies, what kind of companies are looking for people who don't speak French? A lot. Like, what? <laughs> a lot. Definitely a lot. <laughs> like for, for instance, if you go to the Champs-Élysées. Oh, got, oh uh, you said the Champs-Élysées. Yeah, no, I, like, I try to make the <laughs> accents. <laughs> oh, the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're going to Les Champs-Élysées, yeah. um, you will see a lot of stores. And for sure, there are um, salespeople uh, All right. speaking Russian, for instance, oh, uh, Chinese. Like uh, you speak about like Louis Vuitton. Exactly. Galerie Lafayette. So for instance, this kind of company is looking for uh, people with language skills. But also company... The, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know Lidl, the company Lidl. So there, there are some companies, that their headquarters are in Germany, for instance, or Spain or whatever, or in England. So the employee must uh, speak a language too. So this kind of companies are uh, looking also for, for 
people with language skills. Wow. So you've launched a company like two and a half years ago. And mm -hmm. you told me something which was really funny. It's like... Now it's getting a little bit better, Julie, but I'm still not sleeping. We have to talk about this subject because when you launch your own company, there's one thing, people, you need to know. You stop sleeping. Yes. I've stopped sleeping I like a long time ago. Yeah. So what about that? <laughs> Do you? Because there's so much stress exactly. when you're your own boss. It's, it's really simple. As soon as I wake up, I start thinking about, the job, about my, my, my company. So... It's really hard to, to sleep for sure. Uh, if you yeah, if you've got a solution for that, just give it give it to me. I don't. Please. I mean, I've tried everything: herbal tea, <laughs> pills. I think I've tried everything. And no, does it I, help? No. It actually does uh, a little bit of wine, uh -huh. like a okay. lot of wine, does help sometimes during the <laughs> night. Uh, no, well, that's one of the things that that yeah because. Actually, when we talked on the phone, you said that, and you're the first one who talks about this. But uh -huh, this is a uh -huh. real problem when you launch your own company. Exactly. It's the stress that you have all the time. Because people who are listening to us right now are just, some of them are changing, some of them want to change, and they have to know about that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the, the time you sleep is shorter than before, <laughs> for sure. Um, but the weekend, it's a bit different too. Of course, uh, I know. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really different. But to me, well, um, the question of sleep is, is different. But for instance, working during the weekend may be different as working for another company when you work for your own, I would say so. Yeah, it feels better. Exactly. So for sure, you, when, you, when you launch your own business, um, it's really different from when you, when you work for a different for another company. But uh, there is something that you can be proud of, and that's important. Uh, you 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 escape your comfort zone comfort zone, so it's quite good too. And just to give this thing, this example, I'm right now on the radio. So yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's uh, really I could not imagine that before. So and 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 there's another thing that you said. You said I thought I would have to take two jobs mm -hmm, and work exactly. at the McDonald's just uh -huh, to make a living uh -huh, out of it. Uh -huh. And that's great. I mean, you're 34. You started your company two years and a half ago. And now you're making a living out of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it was, it was not necessarily at the McDonald's. I, no, but you said, no, you said I, thought, I thought it was really funny. After getting some kind of, of bars that I prefer, so I prefer to, to, to go there. But, uh, but yeah, I, I asked myself, okay, how will I earn enough money to live yeah. specifically in Paris? Because it's really expensive. Um, but yeah, I said, okay, Why not um, working in, in a cafe, for instance? Or I uh, wanted to work in, uh, just in, in a school when, when you have to, to take care of... Of, of kids. Of, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I tried to find other things to, to get some money. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, you didn't have to do it. Exactly. And then when you launch your own business, whatever the business is, you don't have time to do that. Mm -hmm, exactly. I think the thing is, you have to be dedicated... At the moment, or the other 100%, 100%, like 200%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the only. Uh -huh. And do you feel proud of yourself today? Um, so, family and friends may be proud of me, but um, yeah, I'm sure everybody feels that. You, you feel still um, little and fragile. I don't know if you I know. say that. Oh, that's, uh, that's what I feel. That's so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. Bad. Yeah, yeah, you, you have time to be proud of. I'm quite happy because. I do what I want, um, but I didn't change a uh, human being's life and so on. So it, it, it's to be proud of. It's a big word, but I'm quite happy uh, doing this. 
Um, but um, yeah, we're still little, so... Yeah, you're yeah. still small, of course. You're still <laughs> small, but that's like... W- w- when you decided to do that, because my parents and my friends are proud, but when mm-hmm. you said, I'm going to launch my own company, what was the reaction? What was the reaction? Because you left a job. You had a paycheck. You had yeah, everything. Exactly. I had everything. I had a good uh, standard of living yeah. and so on, so it was quite good, my my life before. Um, but the thing is... Um, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, how to say that? I mean, f- for family and friends, they say, oh, okay, why not? It's a good idea. But maybe they do not imagine what are the consequences. So they say, oh, okay, why not? Oh, I like the concept of, of your website and so on. But they didn't imagine what are the real consequences. Okay, you start with nothing. I start um, working on my couch at home uh, without money and so on it's without um seeing the all day one people you're just you're alone alone you're alone uh from i don't know nine to to eight p.m uh just by your own it's really hard right. for sure uh but yeah so when you say this when you you talk with people um maybe they do not imagine no, what, no, no. what it means people who have jobs in companies cannot imagine mm-hmm, the sacrifices mm-hmm. that you have to make when you launch your own own business, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah. And your parents were scared, or they said, because mine were like crying, <laughs> like all over the place in Paris, like, oh, she's crazy. Like, were, were they scared? Were um, they like, you're too young, Ludovic, just stay a little bit, change job, do something else, but I don't, don't yeah. want your own company right now. Um, not scared. Um, they, they know that if I launch this business, it's because I've, I've thought about it and I was not sure uh, it was going to succeed, but um, I was not launching a, a company that I, I, it was about recruitments. I spent seven years in recruitment. So they say, okay, if you feel it, do it. Uh, but they were not scared. Uh, if, I, if, they, if I told them, okay, I'm going to, to launch, a, I don't know, a radio, which have no no relations with this industry field and so on. So we say, okay, you know nothing about that. Please do not. But about recruitment, um, you again, knew things. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting for the people listening to us because that's what I, I wouldn't said. Have, I wouldn't have done if I do not know this. Yeah, this that, that's what you told me. I would exactly. never have done it. Never. Ever, mm-hmm, exactly. but I don't, don't like, like. It's not something that we say to people. Don't do it if you mm-hmm. don't know, because most of the people who change change everything. They go from banker mm-hmm. and they become uh, they become owner restaurants or they will. So yeah, so yeah. But in in any case, I think you you have to know about the the the, the environment of the field uh, you're launching. Uh, your I business. didn't know anything. that's why i've stopped sleeping (laughs) (laughs) that may be the reason (laughs) it's what we call the big jump no but i was i think that was that that, that's interesting to have you on the show because you you launched a company with what you had Mm -hmm. and right now you you don't call it a success because you say it's only two years and a half exactly and you want to wait for the five Five years. Normally, exactly. people say you have to wait three years. Yeah, it's not my case. Uh, it's not it's, your case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm like, in two years now, I'll be. I, I will know. No, you have to wait five years. I, That's what you. Uh, think. Yeah, um, for sure. There is no no rules about that. But uh, to me, like in over six months, one year, it will be three years, and 
I know it's still little. You're, I know it's still, still the, yeah. the beginning of the story. Yeah, of so. course. And you work by yourself. You still don't have. You don't have what we call in France real employees. Like you and have not necessary. We have yeah. We have trainees. people. Yeah, trainees. We have um, some freelance. Freelance. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I still do have some some. Uh, uh, Bureau, how you say? Office? Offices, exactly. Uh, so we have offices, we have people, or we are all working together. So now you're not alone anymore exactly. on your couch, yeah. drinking wine. It's a, bit, it's yeah. a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Oh my God, she's Parisian. So Ludovic, now we come to the second part of the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you ready, Ludovic? Yeah, I am. Oh, I'm ready, but on. afraid. What's the second part? Okay, the second <laughs> part of the show is I, I told you that I wanted you to bring the uh. little thing that is your lucky charm. I see you brought me um, a sheep. Uh-huh. A llama. Oh my God, it's a llama. Okay, okay, yeah. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about this Lama. So I have like a cute little uh, llama in front of me, mm-hmm. like 30 centimeters high. It is not real. Maybe the, no, no, it's to, not you real. You have to tell them. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> no, no, the real llamas are really, yeah. really mean animals. <laughs> not this one, I hope. So what is it? Yeah. So it's a, llama. A, a, a fake llama. Yeah, for sure. Um, I get it in, in when I was um, in Chile. Uh, so in Santiago, I was visiting my brother who was living there. Um, and that's the time when I decide, when I decided, okay, I'm going to launch my company. So I was with my family there, uh, in Chile. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it tells uh, to me, yeah. It, it tells it, everything. This llama yeah. is telling the story <laughs> of you launching yeah. your company. Oh, the, yeah, it, it, it's, it's about the beginning, yeah. Beginning of the story. So. Okay, yeah. we got a really cute thing here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first time we have such a thing. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Well, people will sit on the video. Okay, good. <laughs> I lo- no, lady, lady, oh, we, we're going to keep the llama. Put it here. It's so cute. It's really cute. You know that in the show, you have to sing your favorite French song. Not the whole thing, but mm-hmm. the part that you like the most of like, your song. Okay. It can be anything, but it's okay. got to be French. Okay, good. Um, so it's, it's a version of Les Champs-Élysées. But uh-huh. uh, it's a kind of remix, I would say. Go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Engolo cante, pala pala pap. Engolo cante, pala pala pap. Il est petit, il est gentil, il a stoppé Léo Messi. Mais on sait tous, c'est un tricheur. Engolo cante. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, David, it's like laughing. This is so funny. You have to explain. Oh, Golo Kante is a, is a, is a, a football French player, right? French football player. So he won the World Cup. Yeah. Um, he's playing in England. So, yeah. And so they, 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 they created a, a song just for him. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to sing it. Because you're a big, you're a big football fan? I do like football. So, Ludovic, can you tell me your, your favorite f- swear? Word in French. Uh, no, please give me an example. Uh, mine is <laughs> mine is putain. I always say like putain, putain, yeah. putain, putain. And for you, it's a bad word, putain. Swear, oh, of course. Oh, it means me, I can't even me say it because I know he's gonna cut it if I say fuck. <laughs> to me, it's part of the French vocabulary to say putain. No, uh, I know, but it's, <laughs> it's like, like in English, it's fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Putin too. Uh, so, uh, but I don't have another in mind for the moment. 
So Ludovic, can you tell me if you were to live like in a part of Paris, where would you live? Like your 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 dream, dream, dream Area, district. District. Um, I'm living in the 11th uh, district of so Paris. So we, we've got to tell to people who don't know where that is. We say it's near, um, it's in between Le Marais, République. Mm, yeah. It's right bank. Mm-hmm. It's really exactly. cool. Actually, it's a cool area. Yeah. yeah, lots of bars, restaurants. I like that. Exactly. And so uh, I don't, I do not know all the, 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 the districts in Paris, but I do love uh, my area in my district. So it's kind of hard to say, okay, I prefer to go there because I'm really and really happy uh, in the events. Uh, as you said, there are bar restaurants, every kind of things to do. And, uh, and yeah, that's quite cool to go to. Yeah, to yeah, it's good. It's way yeah. better where, where yeah. I live, which is like so f- boring. Where, where are you? I'm near Etoile. <laughs> oh come on yeah Dave is looking at me like oh this is so boring yeah near the Champs-Élysées but Champs-Élysées are boring right? you, you mean, you mean Champs-Élysées right? I, I mean like okay. Champs-Élysées okay. I'm sorry yeah so do you, what, why do you think because yeah you should know about that because you have so many people who come to your in, I mean who call you to get jobs in France uh-huh. why do yeah. you think Paris is so so like admired throughout the world and the French people actually Parisians Ah, it's a good thing. But uh, yeah, first they come to France, um, not necessarily, but Paris is, is linked to France and maybe with the French uh, language and maybe that's what may attract people. Uh, if the language was not uh, nice or so on. Maybe Do you they think that's what attracts people to come? And Paris is expensive. It's hard to find a job in Paris. You have a lot of unemployment. N- not, not with Mr. Belang. Oh, yeah, not with uh-huh. Mr. Blanc. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So we, I know, but like, we need to yeah, learn Brazilian, sure. Russian, <laughs> Chinese, no, if you, if you Arabic, <laughs> yeah, to come to, 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 uh, to, have a, to get a job in your, uh, with Mr. Blanc. That's why no, you if, if, you, if, if your English uh, is totally fluent uh, on level of native speakers, this is exactly what oh, we're looking for. So do you mean that French people could, can apply if the, also, if they, if they're if they, for like, sure, yeah, like like native, exactly. If the like level totally of English native. is yeah fluent or totally native, well, it yep. doesn't exist. Uh-huh. I don't know any <laughs> any. Yeah, Dave is like me. <laughs> Again, I don't know any Parisians who's got a good level of English. I'm so sorry for those of you guys listening to me, but I don't know anybody. So now I have a question for you. Um, why do you think Parisian women are so sexy? If they are, I mean, maybe you've traveled all around the world. And uh-huh. I do. I, I, yeah, I did. Um, it's kind of hard to make a comparison. And just, yeah, I think my girlfriend will uh, hear that interview. So, oh, no, on. I think just my girlfriend is pretty nice. And, and the other the, the other one, you know. Oh, come that on, much. Ludovic. This is like so <laughs> not French. You got to answer. What do you, do, what do you think about, I, I, come on, you sit in a cafe. What do you think? You, you look. I, I I look f- girls for sure. You get girls, yeah, right? Yeah, and I must look- not admit, admit that, but yeah, I do. Yeah. I do, and they look yeah. good, right? Really good. Yeah, they look sure. really good. Exactly, Come yeah. on, yeah. like French girls look good, and, 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 and it's, look good. it's true that when you travel, you you you, you realize that okay, Parisian girls are really beautiful. Yeah, they're hot. Sure. Yeah, they're hot. That's true. That's what I think. And now, uh, can you describe for me? And don't tell me you've got a girlfriend, okay? And just. Can you describe a French kiss for me? <laughs> what, what 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 is it like? Like right away, a few uh, words. Uh, it, it, uh, does it mean that you don't know what it is? We don't. We don't. I don't know what it is. 
I don't French kiss. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> it's ah, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, maybe you go on YouTube and you type the keywords and you're gonna find the answers. But oh, come it's on. it's kind of uh, it's just radio. So maybe if yeah, if it if we do a. Uh, do this on on the video. We can I can show you and so on. Oh my God! Don't say no, that. No, I mean, when I say. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, so now we are at the end of the show, right? Ludovic, it was so nice to have you on the show. Thank you too. So, can you repeat for us the name of your company, the website, and where we can find you? Okay, so the name of the the company or, or website is Mr. Bilang. So it's three w dot and yeah, please, uh, f- yeah, feel free to, to go there if you're, if you're looking for a job. In Paris. In Paris. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to us today on Oh My God, She's Parisian. And don't forget to come and see my show every Friday and Saturday at Théâtre Beau Saint-Martin at 7.30 p.m. You will find more information on www.juliecolas.com. And don't forget, it's never too late to live your dreams. Bye-bye.